Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Muscova Media Podcast, where we connect you, the audience, with amazing content you can find within our guests or just being part of our network. You know, we like to do these podcasts so that we can uh, make sure that you find the content that you are seeking, which is why we definitely appreciate you guys that send us comments, uh, connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, um, directly on our website. Uh, So there's just so much more that we have in store for you. Um, you can find Muscova Media Podcast everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, um, iVox, which is a nice network in Spain. And, you know, also, we have been blessed with the opportunity to be, to be part of SAG-AFTRA. So, yes, this is a SAG-AFTRA new media podcast, and we are developing content under SAG-AFTRA right now. <clears throat> But it won't stop there. We'll continue to grow our networks. Got a lot of new things in the mix. If you own a podcast network and are interested in getting a, a, a new uh, content, be sure to hit us up and we will figure out how we can bring our content over to your platform. So, again, I want to thank you, the listener, for being part of our, our, our thing over here. Um I appreciate y'all listening to the, the uh, advertisements, clicking on the different advertisements, and helping us create some income on this show. I really appreciate it. Um, Spreaker, uh, Spreaker, one of the networks that we are on, actually just informed us that on Spreaker itself, which we just uh, hopped on uh, recently, um, we already got a, a thousand uh, strong downloads um, on there, a, a lot more. Uh, but the, uh, we, we made the 1,000 threshold uh, mark a couple uh, weeks ago. So just finding out about that. Uh, got a lot more episodes on Spreaker. Uh, so, you know, we will continue to uh, provide that amazing, uh, righteous, uh, indignified content. Let me not start pulling out all the uh, ad uh, adverbs or whatnot, adjectives. But again... Providing content and doing this show is a, is a blessing, and thank all the listeners, whether you be in India, United States, Mexico, Canada, we got people listening in Ghana, all over Europe. We appreciate y'all for listening. We want to thank y'all from from the uh, United Kingdom. Also, want to thank the people that listen in Australia. Thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Brisbane. We over here. We over there. So thanks again to all the amazing listeners. And uh, we will continue to uh, do our uh, fizzing. So again, let's continue to spread that, that uh, positive awareness while doing our thing and getting our, 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 uh, our show going on the road. Uh, so today we actually have an amazing guest on our podcast that 
has been able to do so much great things as far as uh, helping people fix or change their mindsets to more positive, more uh, valuable uh, mindsets that can actually help you uh, create what you need in life. Dr. Amanda Barrientes is an NFA, no effing around business consultant who helps coaches and online entrepreneurs work less, make more, and have fun using her NFA moneymaker methods. So she really creates uh, what she needs, um, and she makes it happen. So this moneymaker method is about, again, less less money stress and more money flow, which is guaranteed. After going from food stamps to building a six-figure business fast, she's been on a quest to teach business owners how to transform their relationship to money so they can make easy, easier money doing what they love. Start here with Dr. Amanda's Money Blocks profile at moneyblocksprofile.com. So go over there, check it out. Also, she has nfamoney.com. And figure out how you can align your energy mindset with systems to make more money doing what you love. Easier money is guaranteed. So we have Dr. Amanda on the line. Let's see. Hello, Dr. Amanda, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Thank you for coming today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Anytime, anytime. Uh, for those that aren't aware of uh, Dr. Amanda, uh, pro- excuse me if I'm pronouncing the last name wrong, Barrientes, who is that and, and what do you bring to the table that, you know, people aren't aware of, may not be aware of? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I, my, I'm known for being the money healer because I went from food stamps to building a six-figure business, and now I teach other people how to – really break down their relationship to money and recreate it in a different way where they think differently about money. And, you know, in business and entrepreneurship, that shows up in a lot of different ways. You know, so we have a lot of money blocks where we're afraid to sell, we're afraid to promote ourselves. People get imposter syndrome, fear of success, fear of failure, shiny object syndrome, all the things that hold entrepreneurs back. And so I create systems and strategies to help people unblock anything that's unconsciously stopping them from making easier money, doing things that they enjoy doing. Awesome. Awesome. When you say um, money blocks, how is, how is the mind able to create blocks that uh, disable a person from physically creating the income or money that they desire? Like, how is that even possible? Yeah, so when we're young, um, from about the ages of zero to seven, we're really impressionable. And everything that we have going on in our surroundings that we're watching or being told, we are absorbing like sponges. And we have no way to differentiate or decide whether, oh, I want to believe this to be true or I don't. So we just absorb it all, and it gets stuck in our unconscious. And in some ways, that's great because it's things like brushing your teeth, walking, you know, learning how to speak, all those things you just can subconsciously do really easily. The things that aren't as helpful for you can be, um, you know, blocks 
and, and limiting beliefs about yourself, and in this case, about money, that you just start to believe to be true because nobody told you they're not. Everybody told you, oh, this is what you need to think about money. They might not have said it in those words, but it might be something where, let's say, you watched your parents fighting a whole bunch about money, and in your mind, you started to believe, oh, money causes stress. And so what happens is that you create your, your brain gets shaped and wired around that belief. And so you will look to your surroundings as you grow up to reinforce that belief to be true because you already believe that it's true. So now you're scanning your environment for it and then it gets proven to be true because you just keep seeing people who are stressed about money and then you keep reinforcing that belief, oh, money causes stress. And so you unconsciously push money away from you instead of being open to making more money. And, and so things will happen like, let's say you bring in a whole bunch of money, but then you sabotage because you have a certain money set point that's unconscious that tells you, oh, if I break through past a certain set point, then it's going to cause too much stress. And so you have this unconscious mechanism keeping you safe in your brain. <laughs> so it sounds really counterintuitive, but it's what happens in us when we're battling against ourselves. And most people don't know it because they never even stop to think, you know, what do I actually believe about money? Right. And and um, we, I know money is a, a paper, uh, a.k.a. promissory note. But in essence, money uh, encapsulates the energy people put in and um, are able to trade that energy for goods and services. But to you, what, what is money exactly? Is it like a tool? Is it um, exactly what it says on it, a promissory note? Um, but what yeah. is this? Uh, yeah, it's just what you're saying. It's an exchange of value. So it's, it's a made-up version of an exchange of value that we've created. And let's say in U.S. society, we have promissory notes that are on paper. You know, we're starting to shift into a digital currency world. But it's just an agreed-upon way of exchanging value. Okay, great, great. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, uh, why do you feel uh, so many people actually have money blocks when there, we can see evidence of people that – maybe don't and they're wealthy and they're rich and they're not usually that much smarter than us uh, how, how do these money blocks even come about well i think if you look around you'll notice that even the people that are wealthy and rich have money blocks it's not about making a certain amount of money it's about feeling good about really about your whole life i mean the word wealth comes from the root word of well-being and health and so most people think of making a lot of money as like, oh, I have a whole bunch of money and then everything is solved. And the truth is, I mean, I work with people who don't make a lot of money and I work with people who make millions of dollars. And on for both of those people, they have money blocks. So I've never met a person who doesn't have money blocks. It, we all have them and we all break through them and then get to the next level of ourselves and then run into a new version of them. So a good example of this would be someone who wins the lottery statistically they end up worse off than when they want than before they won the lottery and that's because they haven't up leveled themselves to be able to feel good about the money that they have and so you know just because you're wealthy doesn't mean you're happy just because you're happy doesn't mean you're wealthy those things don't have to go together so what i like to help people do is understand how to feel good in life in general and what that does is attract more money your way so that you can then decide how much money you want to make you know, and, and do it in ways that feel enjoyable to you so that you wake up in the morning and you feel like, oh, I get to play to make money instead of working hard and constantly feeling overwhelmed and feeling stressed and feeling scared and feeling like, 
there's never going to be enough, and what if it goes away, all of those things that people get freaked out about around money. Definitely, definitely. Uh, some of the methods that I've <clears throat> used to uh, feel better about money include um, NFT, which is, uh, I mean, not NFT, um, EFT, which is uh, electron, uh, electric, the freedom technique of tapping, uh, the tapping technique where you tap your meridian points and in your body. So that's one way. Um, also with uh, binaural beats, um, getting the uh, frequency of the body to be uh, higher so that you can match the higher frequencies that uh, actually make your body feel good. But you have your own methods um, that you utilize for your clients. Uh, What are some strategies and methods that um, you use so that you can get people feeling better about money? And what can some of of people in our audience do um, before connecting with you um, to feel better about money so they can get that funds to, to work with you? Yeah, the methods you're talking about are great. I definitely use tapping and different energy um, methods. There's a lot of different ways to go. And what you were saying is to get your frequency higher. That's one of the key foundational things that people don't understand is that your energy creates your reality. So what you're thinking about and what you're feeling is what ends up creating your your outer world. So I always tell people your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And if you don't like what you're getting on the inside, on the outside, your results, you've got to start working on what's within your mindset, your energetic alignment, because otherwise you're going to feel really bad in your life. Even if you can produce some results, you will sabotage, you'll, you might feel stressed out, you still might feel burnt out. And you're not going to be able to enjoy it. So you've got to have that energetic alignment piece, just like you're talking about. So definitely tools like EFT work well for the body, you know, for the raising of your frequency and releasing stuck energy that you don't know how to consciously release. Um, So for me, I always start with people with very practical strategies. So I like to think about manifestation and law of attraction on a, on a practical basis where you can apply strategies that help you raise your frequency to be more magnetic to money. So one of the things that I always start everybody I work with and any course that I that they go through is writing their money story. And so that's how I created the money blocks profile because every entrepreneur I worked with all over the world and different businesses, different levels of income, I saw really common patterns and themes for people about their money. And in those money stories, I saw, oh, wow, people struggle with almost the exact same things, and it doesn't matter what amount of money they make and, you know, whether they're a man or a woman or what kind of business they have. And so that money, if they take the money blocks profile, it's a great way to start, to start questioning your money beliefs. So you really want to start by going, okay, what do I believe about money? What do I believe about wealthy people? Um, How do I feel when I make money? How do I feel about money? How do I, you know, think of your, your, your money and yourself in relationship? So when I talk about helping people heal their relationship to money, it's really important to know that you're in a daily interactive relationship that's co-created with money. And so if you don't like what you see in your bank account or you don't like the way you feel about it, then you've got to start shifting yourself so that you get the reflection of money changing for you. You know, you'll have more abundance, less scarcity, less stress. And so it always starts first with questioning all of your beliefs about money and then really looking at how you can rewrite your money story and rewrite those money beliefs. And then you get to attract from your zone of genius. So you want to think about, what do I love to do to make money? Because your greatest money-making potential lies in you doing in things that you enjoy. 
that's where I, where I start people. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because if you can do something you love, it'll, it'll never feel like work. Um, yeah, even though you can create income from it, which is what yeah, I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. So being an entrepreneur is definitely one of the great things, but not the only route to creating money. What are some of the common fears that you usually hear um, from your clients when it comes around their feelings or ideas about money? Because in the, I guess, um, hip-hop or African-American community, a lot has been going around for years now about more money, more problems. But for some reason, (laughs) I see wealthy people that are able to solve their problems with money. So um, there's different ideas around that. Uh, but what are some uh, thoughts that you've come across? Um, yeah, when people... I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that one because definitely people have that. It falls under money causes stress, more money, more problems. So I tell people to reframe that to more money, more freedom. And, you know, it's just a mindset shift because you can look for evidence in your surroundings to see that, yes, some people with more money have more problems and some people with more money have more freedom. And it's all just, it's all their, about their wealth consciousness and the way they think about it. So, you know, pr- the word problem in and of itself, you can reframe and go like, is a problem something that makes you fail, makes you fall down and keeps you stuck? Or is a problem an opportunity to learn and grow? And so, you know, it's always going to be based on your perception. So I'd say the top one, that's definitely a big one. People think, oh, my God, the more money I make, I'm going to lose my time freedom because I'm going to be so bound to my business because it takes so much hard work to make that money. So I'd say that core belief that money takes hard work to make and that there's never enough. So those are huge ones. Um, Core beliefs would be that I'm getting too old. It's too late. I don't have a good idea because all of the ideas have already been done. Um, I'm afraid that if I don't come up with a unique original idea that it won't be successful. People are afraid of failure in the way this shows up is that they won't really start. They won't put themselves out there. So they'll have a good idea and then they'll start creating something, but they never like launch it or put it out into the public and they keep trying to perfect it. And, and they go, Oh, once it's perfect, I'll release this product or program, but then they can never get it out there because they're too afraid to promote themselves. You know, so these are all money blocks. I think of people are really scared of sales. You know, they think they're afraid they look like sleazy salespeople. Um, you know, people are afraid that, when they get successful, they'll lose their identity. Like they, people won't like them or they might not like themselves. Like, Oh, what if I become a greedy jerk when I get too rich? Um, so those are a lot of the common ones that I see come up over and over again. So the, the top three money blocks that have a whole bunch of different beliefs under them are money is bad. Money is scarce and money causes stress. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because, um, People have so many fears that keep them from um, excelling in, in business. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. I was wondering, uh, are you able to uh, kind of put us through a quick exercise on unblocking money? We've had uh, Brad Yates, uh, which is uh, an EFT uh, originator, uh, come on, and he was able to kind of put us through a little exercise uh, as far as uh, unblocking some of our beliefs. But uh, I was wondering if, you know, if there's uh, ways that you can help people make more money in their business. I, I, I know you can do it, make help people make more money in their business faster. But uh, what, what are some ways or, or exercises we can do right now um, to increase our uh, energy so that we can uh, feel better about making money? 
Sure. Yeah. One thing that is really simple to do. So this is part of writing a money story is, and this is fun for people because they go, Oh my God, you're right. I had never thought about this. Just think back to your very first money memory. And everybody has one. Like you just think back when I was a kid, what's my first, you know, time that I remember being conscious about money, like what was going on and people, you know, I've worked with people across all different ages and they'll be like, Oh my God, I remember so specifically from when I was, this was 65 years ago. And then they remember it. And so when you think of what that is and write it down, I want you to start to analyze what did I start to develop a belief around based on that? What happened? You know, so for me, I'll give an example to help people. When I, the first one that I remember is I think I was around five or six and I was out to dinner with my family and we were with a whole bunch of church friends. And I remember when the bill came, everyone seemed kind of stressed from my perspective. You know, and I was five, so I didn't have language for this, but I just remember it. And I remember that they were deciding how to break up the bill. And, you know, I, I was little and I just said, well, just write a check, you know, and I thought I was being clever because I thought like, oh, I didn't realize you have to have money in the bank to write the check. <laughs> I just thought you write a check and the money magically appears. And so I was like, well, why are they stressed? Like write a check. And everybody laughed at me and I hid under the table for the rest of the night. And, and in that moment, like, you know, it wasn't conscious. Like I said, oh my God, I'm never talking about money again. But what happened is that I didn't make suggestions like that in the future. And I didn't understand why they were laughing at me. So I made up the story that, oh, you shouldn't ask, like, I don't know what's going on with money clearly. And it's embarrassing to talk about, you know, and people are stressed about money. So I made up a lot of stories just from that one experience. And so when you go back as an adult and you start to look back and go like, what are some of the things that I started to believe about money, starting with your first money memory, you can start to see patterns in your life, how that started to create a, it's like almost like a ripple effect of that experience and why you're blocked today. So it's just, it's, an, it's a discovery process. So people can start with just what was my first memory of money and what did it cause me to believe about money? Interesting, interesting. Getting to the uh, the core or, or foundation and, and what's creating how one's living now um, is definitely a smart thing to uncover. Um, so I, I see how that works. Uh, I notice you have a lot of uh, YouTube videos. Uh, one of them speaking on how fear kills your money-making momentum and what to do about it. Um, you just mentioned one thing you can do about it. Um, but uh, so many people want to get into business, and they, it's hard for them to figure out uh, what to actually do in business. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if you ever come, in, uh, come across clients that are f trying to figure out what to actually do, um, but does, how does f fear kill one's uh, money-making momentum, and uh, how can people figure out uh, what's the best way to find uh, something that they can do that they love, but also um, people in need in the uh, community so that they can create income from it. Yeah, so, well, let's start with fear. Fear kills, fear kills your opportunity to attract all of the things you want your way. So you're either living in a state of fear or you're in a state of flow. And I think of fear as the future expectation of awful results because it's a made-up feeling in your mind about something in the future that's going to happen negatively. So obviously, you know, we have a fear mechanism for actual something really bad happening in our environment that where we're at a, at a serious level of threat, you know, like say there's something 
bad happening that could actually be life-threatening, that's very rare, right? <laughs> Most of the time we're making up fear based on our ideas of what we think is going to happen in the, in the future that's negative. And so you're either in that space or you're in a flow space. And the thing about fear that's really destructive is that it's a very, very low frequency. And so your energy, when you're in a state of fear, you get stuck, you get scared, you get procrast you, you procrastinate, you're unclear, you don't know how to make decisions, you don't attract opportunities your way, instead you contract and you don't take action and you don't have ideas and you get into a state of fight, flight, freeze. And so it, it you know, it ruins your opportunities for all kinds of things when you're in that state. And so you really want to do everything you can to get into a flow state, which, you know, is of course the ideal state where you go like, oh, everything's flowing in my direction. I feel abundant. I feel expansive. I feel like I'm in a state of joy. I'm having fun. Opportunities are opening up to me. People are coming to me without me even asking for it. It was a cool thing this morning. Um, someone messaged me and said like, oh, I have a client for your client. You know, and, I, and that client has a new business. And she was so excited. She's like, oh, my God, thank you. And it's like she's in a flow state. She's just having automatic business coming her way for her startup. And it's because she's excited about it. She has new ideas every day. She's clear about what, the direction she wants to go. And so she's, instead of being in a fear state, she's in that flow state. And so, you know, anytime we notice ourselves in fear, we want to get conscious of it. So my whole business is built around helping people get conscious. It, it's built on this quote by Carl Jung. He says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So you basically are making up stories from your unconscious about why things are happening to you when really it's just your unconscious beliefs that are leading you in a direction and they're limiting fear-based beliefs. So we're always operating from a place of fear or really a place of flow and love and joy and inspiration. And so helping people get into that space and helping yourself get in that to that space is something you want to do every single day. And remember that it's a muscle that you create. This doesn't happen to you automatically because we are actually wired for fear to protect us. And so you've got to train your brain in the direction of success by doing daily exercises, daily intentional mindset work. And so I always tell people, you know, do you brush your teeth every day? And they say like, yeah, of course. Why do you brush your teeth every day? Well, I want healthy teeth. I don't, you know, I don't want to lose all my teeth. Okay, well, imagine if you only brush your teeth once a month, what would happen? All your teeth would fall out pretty quickly. Same thing with your mindset. We don't nurture our mindset daily. Most people wonder why they have bad lives and don't enjoy their lives and aren't making the money they want to make, but then they never take the time to do daily mindset training. So I always tell people the number one thing you must do is be radically responsible for your outcomes. That's the NFA principle of, you know, no effing around principle of going, I'm radically responsible for my reality. And that means I've got to do daily mindset training to make my life become what I want it to be. And I get to become the person that I that is it requires to be where I drop my fear. I don't let it run me. I decide what I want to do and I take radical action and I, I, I know what I want and I enjoy taking steps in that direction, even in the face of challenges. And then over time, you'll see all kinds of different things happen in your life and, your, and, and with your money. Definitely, that, that makes a whole lot of sense because um, every muscle, everything in our body needs to be exercised like a muscle, even the brain yeah. and, and getting deeper into it. Um, so to do actually really put the time in and do that, whether it be you know five, ten minutes a day or more, 
uh, eventually is gonna you're gonna see results within month a month or two that are going to uh, really help you get to more uh, higher levels uh, that people are usually seeking. Um, you know, not everybody likes uh, staying stagnant. Uh, people want to be able to get new ideas and have people come to them with new ideas if they don't have them in their, within themselves because you don't know what you don't know. Um, so these are definitely things I'm sure everyone wish they learned about uh, sooner. Um, when it comes to working with the kids, because um, you did mention a story about um, what happened when you were a child, and similar things have happened to me as well. Um, what are some ways that people can express um, having, you know, feeling abundant and being abundant around children um, without breaking the bank and uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses? Um, <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because we, well, I don't know, funny is not the right word. It is, most parents think that they're teaching their kids principles that are helpful. So, you know, when your parents tell you, you got to work hard, you got to go to school, you got to get a good job so that you can retire someday and be well and have, you know, a good retirement, they think they're being helpful. Right. So I don't I don't want anyone to be beating their families up here. And, you know, they did the best they knew how to do with the information they had at the time. And for, you know, for future generations, we need to teach our children wealth consciousness, which means like knowing that we, we are abundant and that we can create anything that we want to create. I'm always fascinated that we don't teach our kids the most important life skills in school. Like we don't teach them about personal power relationships you know, development or money management or money mastery. And these things take you being a master of yourself, all of them. And we don't teach our kids any of that. And it's, it makes us struggle our whole lives. And the truth is there are answers. Like it's very actually, you know, when you look at universal principles and you live by them, it's very easy to change your reality because there's a simple map. But most people struggle because they don't have, they've never been taught that belief system that you can actually create your reality. And so, and then it gets intergenerationally woven into, you know, entire cultures, entire societies, entire communities, entire families. And it, that sucks, you know? So I go, I want to end this cycle of poverty in my family. You know, it's like being a first gen college student and growing, you know, native American and all these different things that I had in some ways working against me, I go, let's empower our kids. Let's empower women to be financial badasses. Let's empower people to know that they can create whatever they want. And so, you know, money is just one of those versions that people measure. It's a measure of success in certain ways. And the reason I like to work with people on money is because it gives them freedom of choice. You know, the more choice you have, the more time freedom you have, the more choice you have. And so, like, I want everybody to have that abundance. So helping your kids learn that from a young age takes you learning it yourself first. Otherwise, you're just downloading all of these negative limiting beliefs into your kids. And so, you know, for us as adults, you know, what, whatever kids were around, whether you have your own kids or other people's kids, we want to start being the model by modeling it ourselves. And if we haven't figured it out, it just means you're replicating it in the people around you. Whatever it is you believe, you're teaching the people in your life to believe the same thing. And, of course, it's up to them whether they want to carry that on or not. But, but you can start by being the light and being, becoming wealth conscious and then sharing that with people in your life. Awesome. And, and when you say wealth conscious, uh, th that's simply like being aware that there's abundance in the universe, right? Or 
Yeah, I think of it as being conscious that we are, uh, like, we in and of ourselves are, I mean, this is a pretty spiritual conversation, but it's like, it really goes to that ultimate question of, like, what are we made of? We're made of energy, and we're all one. You know, we all come from, like, one source of energy. And so, like, wealth consciousness realizes that that universal source is is incredibly abundant. And, and if you are misaligned with that energy, you can choose at any moment to realign and then you can have different outcomes. And so, and it's a, you know, it's a big conversation that we never really talk about and it's powerful to realize it's kind of terrifying for people at the beginning because they go, Oh my God, like I'm responsible for my reality. I'd rather someone else. I'd rather blame God, society, culture, my partner, my husband, my wife, my, you know, my kids, whatever, whoever it is you want to blame, but realistically, it's yourself. And so that can be very empowering for you to go, oh, my God, I'm actually, I can create my reality because I already am one with, like, universal abundance. And or I create my feeling of being stuck in survival mode and feeling like a victim because that's what I've decided to see in the world. Definitely. Um, kind of like being a co-creator. <laughs> with with the exactly. most high God creator. And a lot yeah. of times I feel um, personally um, what gets people in that fear mode about um, understanding that they're co-creating is when bad things happen and then they realize, oh, man, I'm partly responsible for this negative thing, what I consider negative, from happening. So that becomes scary to know that you actually kind of control that. And at the same time, um, and realizing, you know, there is a higher creator. Many times people go through what's called the dark night of the soul, where they have to uh, realize and uh, understand the the dark or shadow side, and you know, and realizing it's not all just light, um, but just, and then also knowing that that both of those sides are within them already. Um, so that is very fearful. Um, a lot of people have a lot to say about Mother Teresa, whether she uh, trafficked children or this or that. But in her book that she wrote to uh, where a priest put all her letters into a book that she would always um, write these letters to different priests and all over the world that she knew. Um, they kept all those letters and put them in a book. And in the book, she mentions when she was actually going through the dark night of the soul. Um, so I find that very interesting. Um, yeah. And and on and on this podcast, we definitely um, dive into the spiritual and the deeper topics. Uh, do you ever have clients that are kind of going through like a spiritual awakening as they're realizing that they want to be feeling better about money and more abundant? Yeah, I, I love all the things you're saying, and absolutely yes. And and first, I want to say real quick, yeah, Carl Jung's really big in. He didn't use the word shadow work, but Debbie Ford mainstreamed that word, and it's very exactly the work you know that I really do in the world. And it is that you've got to learn to embrace the dark and the light side of yourself, and the dark and light side of everything, and on the outer side, you know, like in the outer world. And that's really what love is, you know, it's accepting and, and loving all of those things. And, you know, absolutely, my clients, I, I think every single person who's on a journey to become a better version of themselves goes through that awakening, where they realize, oh, there's way more to this than I 
thought <laughs> and as you you break down and and grow in that kind of quantum leap of the I, I think of growth as an upward spiral trajectory and every more expanded version of yourself you you see the light and the dark side of yourself and so I always think about helping people build businesses as a spiritual evolution process because you learn so much about yourself when you build a business <laughs> and it it mm-hmm. it opens up so many dark parts of yourself, like all the greatest fears you have and the doubts and the uncertainty and the insecurity and the instability and the threat and the, all of it comes up. And so, you know, it's like owning your worth, you know, my latest, my newest signature course that, that I am launching is called charge what you're worth. And in that, in and of itself is that's a spiritual evolution. Like how do you value yourself to promote your gift in the world and charge money for it? That's, it's a big deal, you know, like that's a, it's a spiritual process, I think. Oh, for sure. Uh, a lot of times people are even afraid to charge what the value of the product that they're giving out is actually uh, valued at, uh, which yeah. is bad because, you know, things cost you money to do and time, um, which has to be uh, added on to your, the cost um, at some point. Uh, yeah, exactly. now, Mm-hmm. You you just mentioned uh, one of your courses that are coming out. Uh, what are some of the uh, ways that people can connect with you that if they want to get some of your services and, and what are some other services and courses? Because I see you have a lot of uh, different websites with uh, it seems like books and uh, other ways people can get your teachings. Yeah, you know, if they remember the number one and just go there, they'll find everything. It's at nfamoney.com, so nfamoney.com. They'll find every single thing there. I have a podcast and a YouTube channel and books in the works, and then that will connect them to my new program. If they want to have a fun, you know, it's a two-minute quiz that starts them down the path of understanding their money blocks and gives them a really awesome download of exercises and a master class. Uh, if they go to money blocks profile.com. That's the one you said at the beginning, um, moneyblocksprofile.com. And that's been created through watch, through working with a lot of different types of entrepreneurs, having them write their money stories and me just seeing the same patterns over and over again. So I created that profile because I, I figured out that in two minutes, you can figure out what is your top money block at the moment and start to learn how to break through that. Amazing. That's amazing. And uh, I'm sure you're on uh, social media. Uh, you have a uh, Instagram or Twitter uh, or LinkedIn that people connect with you at. Yeah, if they go for uh, Instagram and uh, LinkedIn and YouTube, it's all at NFA Money. So my handle is NFA Money on all of those, and then my podcast is Max Potential Money. So Max Potential Money. Um, and they can, if they just go to maxpotentialmoney.com, they'll find YouTube and all the kinds of stuff. So, and everything again is on NFA money. So if they just remember that they'll, they'll get a lot of good stuff there. Beautiful. Great. That's awesome. Um, I'm sure you have a lot of great more things to do today, but before uh, we uh, ended the podcast, is there anything you wanted to uh, express to the audience or uh, I want to make sure you um, had plenty of time to say what you wanted to say? 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know, I, I, my takeaway for people is always remember, you know, that statement I said earlier that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you don't like what you're getting in terms of your results, you got to start working on what's within. And so that starts with mindset alignment and, and really taking it as your life quest to master yourself, which means you've got to be doing daily mindset training daily personal growth and development, you know, daily journaling, like these things are really important for you to start to uncover yourself and have a relationship with yourself and empower yourself because you are the creator of your reality. So you can create anything you want. And as you become more masterful of yourself, your life gets so much easier. Your money making gets so much easier and things just get to be way more fun, way more joy filled. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, awesome. I love to be alive. I love what I'm creating. And then it, it just expands over time and gets better and better and better. Yeah, that is so true. I'm, I'm a living testimony to that. Uh, so everyone, please connect with the goddess uh, and have, get her services ASAP um, because she's doing amazing work. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Amanda, for stopping by and uh, sharing your wisdom with us. Um, you know, you're, you're such a blessing to the earth, so thank you and, and much more uh, blessings to you. Oh, yes, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. It was great to connect with you. Well, likewise. Um, and if I'm ever in Boulder, Colorado, I'll shout you out. Uh, I believe uh, awesome. you're in that area. Beautiful. Yeah. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. You too. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. And there you have it, the amazing Dr. Amanda Ferretas, who is no effing around. So definitely go get her coaching products, her new one that is dropping ASAP, uh, go get that ASAP. The website is in the actual uh, information Moneybox profile, but you can also go to her uh, website that she uh, mentioned in the uh, in the show because, you know, when you have something of such high quality like that, you have to uh, jump on it ASAP and, and be a part of, of uh, the greatness because, there's no reason you should be blocked from money when, you know, there's actual methods that can help you uh, rise to the occasion and uh, increase your bottom line, which everyone is looking to do. So uh, it doesn't matter what country you're in, uh, everyone has money blocks, and don't think just because you're rich uh, it can be happening to you. You could be a millionaire today and a billionaire tomorrow. Uh, just by connecting with Dr. Amanda. So don't mess around with that. Uh, put your money where your mind is or however you want to do it so that you can get your heart frequency shining and popping and, you know, let's, let's, let's vibe out. Let's do what we got to do. You know, I, I, that, this is why I bring amazing people on the show uh, so I can get my audience at a higher level so that we can do what we need to do and come back to the show way better. So this is your man again, Vickens Moscova. You can follow me at the Moscova or follow the actual show. Like, subscribe, share. Uh, We're on everywhere. Twitter, Moscova ENT, uh, Facebook, Moscova Enterprises, you know. So 
appreciate y'all. We're going to keep continuing. And shout out to all the great networks that we're on. Love y'all. Peace out. It's your man, Lee Bones, Moss.